0: you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh. Oh, yeah!
1: Then you're in the right place. I'm gonna make a man again. Life those pretty fast. Yeah. Win the Welcome Super Bowl. to the Man Cave Chronicles. Lady has his best.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles podcast, a podcast of top culture where everyone has a story. This week, my guest, comedian and actor Brent Pope. Brent, welcome to the cave.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: What's uh, what's new with you?
1: Uh, uh, working on a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> got a couple of pilots I'm writing and uh, shot a couple shows recently. So you know, yeah. it it never stops. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so
0: you know, I read online and everything. You know, you just had a few, uh, you know, a few roles like in Roseanne and a couple other shows. But uh, let's start a little bit, uh, a little background about yourself. Uh, where are you originally from?
1: Oh, okay. Uh I was born in the Philippines, okay? okay. <laughs> but I only lived there for about a month. And then my dad is from, my mom's from the Philippines. My dad is from Nebraska. So I lived most of, grew up most of the time in Missouri, Nebraska, around that area. I actually lived on a dairy farm, which is um, not as cool as it sounds.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: but <laughs>
0: um, how did... So okay, so how did your parents meet? That's like uh, you know Nebraska and the Philippines, you know it's.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was you know it was a Vietnam War thing. Okay. My dad was in the Navy. Yeah. Uh, he was stationed in the Philippines, and my mom lived there. and, mm-hmm. You know.
0: That's okay. Yeah,
1: uh, there used to be that naval base in the Philippines, and yeah. that's where they met.
0: Have you uh, Have you been there?
1: I've been there. Uh, last time I was there, I was like ten years old. Wow. Um, it's it's interesting. It's so much different than here. Yeah. <laughs> because my mom's from a really small island uh called Leyte, and you can't even fly there you have to like go to another island and take a boat from the other island to to Leite. Wow. Well,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, there's a there's a few yeah. places like that. Uh I'm from Greece, so there's I, I know how it is. There's a few places like that. You know, there's a couple islands in Greece where you know the only way you can get there is
1: with a boat. Mhm. <laughs>
0: so, I
1: yeah, I I went to Greece when I I was in the navy for a couple of years. Okay. So I went to Greece Thessaloniki. Okay. Uh Beautiful. Yeah, Man, it's one of the most beautiful countries I've ever been to. Yeah.
0: I, I lived there for four years and I never been to
1: Thessaloniki. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I was I'm originally that's from the only uh, place I've been in Greece. I I need to go back and explore the rest of the country. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's,
0: it's a beautiful country. My dad's from a village outside of Sparta and uh you know, I can't wait for my kids to get a little bit older just so we can go there. But it's one of those places where, you know, my grandparents have a house there, but you know, they've passed away. But it's like you can only go there for like a day or two. And that's about it.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah.
0: that's cool. How was it growing up in Nebraska? Uh,
1: you know, it's interesting. There weren't a lot of people that looked like me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> and it's not the people were you know the extra mean to me or anything. Uh, but it was it, it it's a it, it's an interesting it's interesting that you asked me that because if I live here in the United States, definitely considered I'm considered Filipino, right? Yeah uh, if I go to the Philippines, I'm definitely considered white. So <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's like, oh, wow, I can't, I, I can't be the majority anywhere, <laughs> but, uh, Nebraska, man, really nice people. Uh, football is huge in Nebraska. Um, I, I, uh, went to the university of Nebraska cause I was a huge Johnny Carson fan and he's, uh, was the main guy when I was growing up yeah. from around Nebraska, uh, lived on a dairy farm. So we had, cows and pigs, and uh, I was in, you know, 4-H, Have you ever heard of that, which is, you know, what farmers' kids do, uh, (laughs) that's the club that you're in. So, so in other words,
0: as a kid, you got your hands dirty, you worked.
1: Oh, I'm
0: sorry? I said, as a, so I said, in other words, I said, as a kid, you got your hands dirty, you were working as a kid.
1: Oh, yes, Uh, you know, before we went to school, we would help milk the cows, and then go to school, so we were up, I was up good at least two hours for the other kids, yeah. usually. You know.
0: What were you into as a kid? Did you play sports or anything, too? Yeah, I played a lot of baseball
1: when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and I still play. <laughs> I play in this softball league in Studio City where it's like a Chicago-style softball league where you don't use gloves. Wow. Which it, it seems absolutely crazy, and it kind of is. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I played a lot of a lot of uh, baseball, still play softball. Uh, I tried out playing goalie, you know, a couple of years ago for soccer. It's pretty fun, but man, it's it's a scary position.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, tell me a little bit more about that softball thing. I never heard of that before.
1: How did that start? Oh yeah, well, it's it's, it's called 16 inch. So a normal softball's 12 inches circumference. Yeah. This league is 16 inch circumference. It's a thing that comes out of Chicago. It's Chicago thing, and I guess it goes back to maybe like the early 1900s, late 1800s, where the the firemen would play with like a big old uh, thing of socks or something okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they eventually turn it into an actual softball and it's uh yeah it's interesting it starts out like a like hard like a regular softball and gets a little softer throughout the game but hard to field the ball because you're not using gloves you know and uh since the ball's so big there's a lot of spin on it too but so it's, it's a fun league yeah. it's uh and it's i think there's only one i think there's two leagues like that in in los angeles but in chicago there's a bunch of them oh. So when
0: you went to college, uh, what did you uh, major in?
1: I majored in uh, broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, I guess my thought process was, you know, my mom was always, uh, you know, her thing is practicality. What's practical, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought that being in broadcasting was a little more. I felt there was more uh, ways I could go with broadcasting than it, than if than if I went with acting. I thought if I was actor uh in drama i could just go drama or drama teacher and uh broadcasting i could do radio i could maybe do newspaper i could do television yeah. and uh i actually did do all three of those things at one point in time uh and ended up deciding that i wanted to be you know a comedian actor just to entertain people mm-hmm.
0: so so how did you decide you wanted to be to like get into comedy like what uh what made you approach that
1: i you know what it's always just been a thing that really fulfilled me, making people laugh, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I think the first time I ever remember making somebody laugh, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't even know that I was funny, you know, and I think we were at somebody's birthday party, and they were playing that, that celebration song by Cooling Gang, you know yeah. that song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was, I was like acting it out, and people were falling out, and I was like, oh, wow, I guess I'm I'm pretty funny, so then uh, and you know, it was a big part of my personality growing up too. I was a big fan of like characters like, uh, George Jefferson, uh, Fred Sanford, yeah. all those guys that were like kind of lovable jerks, you know? And I, and I was really drawn to the fact that I was like, wow, this guy's really kind of rude to everybody. <laughs> and yet people still love him, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, How do you do that? It's like magic. I'm a big Andy Kaufman fan too, you know, where, oh, yeah. uh, part of the thing is like, uh, are you, inter- are you, you know, is it, is it more important to entertain yourself or the audience? Yeah. You know,
0: um, do you have it, like any favorite comedians, like stand-up comedians that you enjoyed back then or even now?
1: Yeah, well, okay. Some of my favorites are, uh, emo Phillips Okay, is a genius. Uh, and, and, and randomly, uh, since I moved to LA, I actually became friends with emo Phillips and that's like one of the coolest, Talk about a cool LA story! It's like this guy that I absolutely kind of idolized as a kid, and now we're now we're friends. Yeah, that's crazy, you know. How did <laughs> I you? I never would imagine that <laughs> would happen when I was on the dairy farm in uh, Nebraska.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, how did you? Uh, like, how did you meet him?
1: I was doing a, a sketch comedy show at a place called iOS that just closed, uh, called Top Story Weekly, and the show still goes on, but but they're at a different theater. And uh, he who. It was then his fiance uh, Kipley uh, was in the show, and we became friends. And then I met Emo, and then we kind of got along and uh, kind of uh, become friends. Yeah, I actually went to <laughs> I went to go see him. He's opening for Weird Al right now on Weird Al's current tour. Wow! Uh, so we went to see them down in San Diego, uh, and uh, you know hung out with Emo a little bit after the show and got to meet Weird Al, which was I mean that's another oh, yeah. guy that I love. He he kind of walks the line between comedian. Musician, uh, very funny, but yeah, Emo Phillips, uh, uh, Stephen Wright has always been one of my favorites. Yeah. The yeah. really, really dry oh. one-liners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to uh, really, you have to
0: really get him. But yeah, he's funny.
1: Yeah, he's one of those guys where sometimes you get his joke right away, and sometimes it's like five seconds later. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how smart that guy is. But yeah, guys like that. Um, gosh, who else? I liked Leno, you know, before he before he was on the Tonight Show I thought he was a really good stand up back back when I was a kid. He doesn't do as much anymore. Seinfeld was always very smart to me. Yeah. Guys like that.
0: Did, did you uh perform uh like open mics when you were in college or did that all that all that start after that?
1: Uh I did a couple open mics in college. You know what I was more into in college in <laughs> it was like the nineties, was that whole like uh uh, beat poetry thing you yeah. know Oh yeah. Uh, and, and I was kind of a subversive factor like I wanted people to to think I was I wanted people to like me in spite of the fact that I didn't really uh, I wasn't the typical poetry guy you yeah. know I didn't hang out with those guys yeah. but I wanted them to, to uh, I wanted it to be funny enough that they would accept me regardless yeah. I found something funny about like kind of forcing my way into their community yeah. but that's yeah I mean that was kind of my stand up back in college Said, first time I ever did stand up uh, went horribly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said when you said uh, the beat poetry thing it made me think of the '90s movie because uh, the first time I ever saw that was. Uh, do you remember the movie with Mike Myers? Uh, so I married an axe Murder? Ah, so I
1: married an axe Murder, <laughs> yeah. which has which has Stephen Wright in yeah, it. He yeah. plays a uh, he has a cameo as the pilot. God, that's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the most quotable movies of all time, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> Especially when he does the poetry.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> she took my heart and my cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, Mike Myers. He was so on fire back then.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, do you, do you, have you ever been heckled when uh, you're performing stand-up?
1: Uh, actually, not really. The You know, I, unless you consider, like, when you're failing, people making comments, I guess that's heckling. That's yeah. happened. That will definitely happen, <laughs> especially when you're, you know, uh, doing an open mic at the comedy store and it's like, you know, uh, one in the morning and there's like four people in the room and three of them are really, uh, uh, really trashed. Uh, I've had it happen doing improv. Also, uh, my friend and I were, a bunch of friends and I were doing this show in Glendale for this like school, school fundraiser. And these people had just had too much to drink and, <laughs> and did not understand what improv comedy was <laughs> and started asking for the previous comedian to come back, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> and my buddy, we we kind of ended the show with like, well, we already got paid. So,
0: <laughs> do you? Uh, how many times a week do you uh, do you try to do stand up?
1: Uh, you know, currently I'm mostly doing uh, like sketch comedy okay. and and my own web series and uh, and uh, I'm auditioning a lot right now. So I yeah. so I haven't been doing a lot of stand up. I'm doing a show in July, so I need to get back out there because you can't. Do stand up like once a month and be good. You know, you have to be. You have to really test out your material. So I need to get out there because I've got a show in July. But right now I'm not doing a lot of stand up. But it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Tell
0: us about your web series that you have.
1: I have a couple web series. Uh, One is called Table for Two. Uh, Both of my web series, I have a couple collaborators that are much younger than me. And uh, and gosh, people, kids these days are just like. Uh, I wish I had their knowledge of of of, uh, of show business at their age that I have now, you yeah. know. Uh, but uh, Julie Addison, Jeff Lupino Esposito we usually directs, and Julie Addison is my co-star. We have one called Table for Two, where we um, we're at a host stand at a at a fine dining restaurant, and it's really just our perspective of what's going on in the restaurant. People come through. Uh, but we never leave the host stand, so we don't know what's going on at the restaurant. Sometimes people come in and complain, and sometimes people come out and complain to us. Uh, and um, our, our other web series is called uh, Common Beauties, where we play a lot of characters around L.A. And the, the through line for that, and table for two really, is uh, there's all these people that aren't actors that, uh, that we never really notice unless we're mad at them. Yeah. like I'll give you an example uh meter maids you never notice the meter maids unless they're giving you a ticket right yeah, yeah. who cares about the meter maids and then it's like the biggest deal in the world uh you don't notice who's uh you really don't notice your waiter that much unless they mess up your order and then it's like the biggest deal in the world um people that are uh, out hiking with you you don't notice them unless they're the most annoying hikers in the world so hmm. uh so it's all these people that are kind of on the fringe that you don't notice and, and it's about the, you know, absurdity of, of real things that happen. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times the funniest things are real things, and the things that we make up aren't as funny.
0: Yeah. How can um, how can the listeners uh, find your web series?
1: Uh, gosh, those you have to there's – a, there's a couple places. I guess you can go to YouTube okay. and find them there. Uh, you just have to do a search for, for my name and the web series. And then the other place where you go on uh, – on Facebook, there's a there's a group that we work with called Bing Bong, uh, and so either one of those places you could probably find them. As long as you use my name, so you could probably find them either one of those places. Yeah.
0: So uh, you've also done a you know like a few you've been on a few sitcoms and everything. How was it mm-hmm. working on the recent uh, revival, of Roseanne?
1: Oh, um, <laughs> it's everything you think it's going to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's uh, <laughs> you know. Are you a fan of the show?
0: Uh, I watched it when I was growing up. I didn't watch it this okay.
1: year. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and, and that's what I meant was really was the original show. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you walk on set and you've got about four or five Emmy winners there. You know, uh, you've got uh, John Goodman, you've got Corey Metcalf, you've got Roseanne herself, you've got Sarah Gilbert, who does that show, The Talk. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Whitney Cummings is the showrunner, which is also amazing. You've got uh, Wanda Sykes and Norm Macdonald writing on the show. So it's so it's it's awesome to book a show like that, and it's an amazing experience. But it's also like one of those things where you feel like I really have to uh, bring my A game yeah. because I know that everyone else is. And if I don't, it's, it's going to really show because these guys are like a well oiled machine. They've been working together for, for decades now.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, what character did you, did you play?
1: I play uh, Valente, who is the uh, grocery store manager. At the uh, Shopmore in uh, in Landford, okay. so sometimes there's things that happen at the grocery store, and uh, <laughs> Valente has to <laughs> go talk to Roseanne and somebody else. Uh, Roseanne on the new show has a couple grandchildren. DJ has some kids. Okay, Sarah Gilbert's character has some kids. So you know, kids get in trouble at the yeah. grocery store.
0: How was it appearing on Silicon Valley? That's like it's a good show on HBO.
1: Oh man, Silicon Valley is great. Um, some of my favorite. You know, actors. You talk about some of my favorite comedians, Martin Starr, yeah. uh, Silicon Valley. Who goes all the way back to like freaks and geeks. Yeah, uh, I got to talk to him a little bit, and that was great. I actually had my scene with uh, Zach Woods. You know, Zach Woods. He's um, he plays Jared on uh, Silicon Valley, and he was also from The Office. Yeah, um, and he's uh, if you know Jared, actually a lot of those guys, Jared Thomas Middleditch, are just brilliant improvisers. So what you do is you'll do the scene a few times as written and then they'll get a, if they have time, uh, some time to like kind of riff with you. And it's always just gold and you're just oh. trying to really, they're so good at it. You, you have to hang on for dear life.
0: What have, uh, what are some of your, like, uh, your favorite shows that you've been on that you've enjoyed working on?
1: Um, I'm a huge fan of better things. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It's on FX. Okay. Uh, uh, pa- better things is, uh, Pamela Adlon, who, um, you might know her from Californication. Uh She she was on uh, she played Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. Yeah, uh, and so she's got that gravelly voice, and she's just so funny. And I I, I she's um, you know kind of got the career that I want. You know, she's been around for a long time. Finally got her shot uh, after you know decades being in the industry. Got her own show, and that's you know kind of you, you have to really admire somebody that's stuck around that long. And when they got their shot, they, they really did a good job, did a good job with it. And I'm such a fan of her work and her style of comedy. I think that was probably the, my favorite job I've worked on just because I'm such a fan of her.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and you know, unlike some of those shows like like Roseanne," there's, a, there's maybe 20 writers. If you go on, on better things, a lot of times it's, it's just Pamela on set. She doesn't have any other writers with her. She might have one. So it's like all the stuff is being done. She's like superwoman to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, do you uh, better things probably do my any, favorite?
0: Do you have any other like upcoming uh, cameos on shows?
1: I've uh, there's a show on Hulu called Casual, um, which is uh, uh yeah it's on it's on Hulu. It's in season four, and so that'll be coming out in July. Uh, there's there's a brand new show on ABC, and I don't even know when it's going to start airing. Called uh uh, pink collar crimes okay. and that's uh has to do with in that the title it, it's so far out it, the title might even change but i think it's basically about uh uh blue collar crimes that are created that are done by women so it's a uh, kind of a primary enactment show <laughs> to yeah. be appearing on that one as well and then we're doing more of the web series uh this summer yeah. so and you said you've been and about- a couple other things that what's that no go ahead I have a couple other things that, that may be coming up, but I can't really talk about them yet. So I, yeah. Um, I, I would love to, but I can't.
0: So you said you've also been writing some pilots. Are these like pilots that you trying to pitch to different networks?
1: Yeah. Um, a couple different pilots. I've got one that's like kind of an animated. It, 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 it's basically, if you imagine a meatloaf-type character uh, in a quantum leap-type scenario.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: that's basically what one of them is, and it's <laughs> animated. All right. Uh, which, uh, you know, my, my, my writing partner, Jeremy Briggs, and I are, are both uh, big fans of meatloaf and, and that style of music, the, the very kind of like overly dramatic 70s rocker, you know. Hmm. Uh, so got that, and I've got another uh, – uh, I used to have kind of a bad temper, you know. And I also am really unlucky with customer service, so I've got a show that kind of combines both of those things that I'm also writing about, which is, I think – a lot of people can identify with, like, really bad customer service. It seems like it's getting worse yeah. all the time. So, uh, and how do we deal with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so.
0: so it's pretty much like, you know, normal life stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's what I think uh, I is the stuff that kind of sells. And I think that's, and the reason it sells is because people identify with it. Yeah. You know, people understand what it is. Yeah. Everyone's had those experiences. I mean, that's one of the reasons that Kirby Enthusiasm is so, Oh, popular i
0: love that show <laughs> larry
1: david says he says what we want to say right that oh, yeah. we don't always say but what we want to say if we if we didn't edit ourselves
0: <laughs> it's funny because i think like you know well, like, well even while i'm at work there's a guy that i work with and i think we bring up Seinfeld references and like curb references all the time because it's just like these guys have done it on the show yeah
1: it's almost just... everything that that comes up in real life they've talked about yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, so um, what uh, what shows do you enjoy uh, watching right now? Uh
1: there's a show on uh, Gosh, I think it's Showtime called Smilf, which I think is really cool. Uh, it's about a single mom who's got a kid, and she's uh, she's uh, she lives in Boston. She lives in Southie, and Rosie O'Donnell plays her mom. And it's just a very interesting perspective. I like shows that are that are original to me. You know, Atlanta is probably my favorite show right now with Donald Glover. Uh, if you ever had a chance to watch that, but it's it's absolutely brilliant and absolutely original. You know, and there's so many good 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 people in it. I mean, you got Lakeith Stanfield. If you're a fan of like, um, uh, if you saw Straight Outta Compton, he played Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, he was also, uh, in, if you saw get out, he was the guy who said, get out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, uh, great, great actors on that show. And, uh, oh, what's her name? Z- Zazi something. She's, uh, she's the, the new female superhero on, uh, Deadpool two. Okay. Uh, yeah. So
0: I haven't seen it, I haven't seen that yet. I want to watch Deadpool two.
1: Oh, it's great. Uh, and it's, uh, what I love about it is I love when shows I can watch a show and it's something I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about uh, that experience of living in inner city Atlanta, yeah. you know, and, and trying to trying to be a rapper and trying to support your cousin who's trying to be a rapper and, and living that kind of lifestyle. So I find that very interesting. Yeah. Uh, same with uh, Smilf. I I don't know what it's like to be a single mom or to live in Boston or to do both of those things at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I uh, and of course uh, Game of Thrones, Westworld. I'm into those shows too. Yeah.
0: I'm so behind what on shows. What about you? What do you,
1: you like? Well, What's
0: that? I said I'm I'm I have two kids so I'm behind on shows. I try to watch as much mm-hmm. as I can, but lately uh, I've been watching Cobra Kai. Which one? Cobra Kai?
1: The, oh, the yeah, Yeah, the
0: karate kid. Uh, yep. It, oh yeah, I,
1: that's 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 great. I've seen the first couple episodes. Yeah. Uh I was, you know, obviously it's part of our childhoods, right? Exactly. The, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. And to bring it back in such a uh, unique way, you know, yeah. it's great. Yeah,
0: I love the way um, I love the way how they you know it takes place now, but then they do the clips from the movie right. into it, and it's like it brings back your right. it, it brings back your childhood. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I also like a show called The Shy, which I think is on Stars.
0: I think it's on uh, Showtime. Is, is it show- Showtime? Yeah,
1: it's one yeah. of those two. Um, yeah, that's that's a good show too. Yeah. A lot of good television right now is the thing. I think we're living kind of in a golden age. Of, oh yeah of uh television you know it doesn't seem like it but but there's so many shows you can't you can't watch all the good shows right now there's too many shows
0: exactly well that's what me and what my wife says like what do you want to watch tonight and it's like we're either going to watch something that we're behind on or we want to watch start something new because everybody's talking about it
1: yeah yeah
0: um how can the listeners find you on social media
1: uh they can find me on social media uh instagram and twitter at uh, scoops pope and, uh, you know, I've also got a Facebook actor page too, all three of those things. I have a, a website, brentpope.com, uh, any of those places. And brentpope.com is actually a good place to watch my web series too, because I have most of my stuff on there. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram quite a bit. That's my biggest thing right now.
0: Um, is there anything else you want to share the listeners before we end this?
1: Gosh, uh, I Yeah, I don't know. Not really. I mean, this has been a really fun interview. I've got to talk about a lot of things. You've asked me actually a lot of different questions than than people have asked me, you know, recently. So I like that. We got to talk about a lot of my favorite comedians and shows and I could do that for hours and hours. You'll
0: have have to come back on
1: again. Absolutely. This is a blast. Yeah, Sure. Thanks so much for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles. Follow them on Twitter at the MCC Podcast. We'll catch you next time.